Hello. This is We Didn't Roll For This. Spawned from the questions that stop play, haunt players, and confound dungeon masters, we are here to probe and lay these queries to rest. I'm Dustin. And I'm Kaylin. And this week we're going to talk about who's a good necromancer? Are you a good necromancer? Are you? Are you a yes, good you necromancer? Are. Yes, you are. Uh, oh, what a good necromancer. Here you just like corpses. Where did you bury the body? Where did you bury the body? Little little corpse treat for you. Here you go. It's just a hand, but I'll give it to rest later. Oh, look at him. He's gorgeous. Aww. They say that necromancers are, are too aggressive, you know? That's like but they're it, bred that way. It's, a, it's about how you train them, you know? Yeah, absolutely about how you train them. Exactly. Um, yeah, but so... we need to really tell people about this because we need to, people to know that there are good necromancers out there. Yeah. Should we start with talking about, like, the the stereotypical things that people say that are bad about necromancers. Yeah. So, yeah, what are the stigmas that we see with necromancers in the field? Um, like, oh, I'm going to animate all the dead and they're going to oh, do no. bad things and they're going to kill people. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm um, so sorry. That's a big one. That's a big one. It really is. It's actually their shtick. <laughs> that's kind of what they do because that's that the, in the name is, is that the main bad thing or are there other bad things they do i mean the, th- the problem is is they rape dead people but they need dead people so they gotta make dead people okay so the the, the bad thing is they make dead people to make undead mm. people yeah that's probably the biggest problem they have hmm. but... well yeah like necromancy just isn't all bad I mean, imagine being able to see your late dead grandma. But the, she aren't might they, be. like, really gooey? I mean, they could be, probably. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, yes, they're, they're probably not the best shape, but you get to hug them again. And, like, is, is another problem, like, is the consent? Like, they're not asking these dead people if they want to come mm-hmm. back to life or if they're not asking loved ones if if they're allowed to maybe to some people it might seem like they're desecrating the body of their loved ones yeah not, not giving it new life mm-hmm. um yeah and i guess but i mean like resurrection spells those are necromancy right so, okay, let's look at the necromancy spells then. Well, I've got I've got the death domain cleric because we there's a few there's a few paths to necromancy, aren't there? So you could be a cleric with the death domain. Yeah, you can worship death. Like, well, there's grave domain, and then there's also the death domain. And then there's mm-hmm. the school of necromancy for wizards. Oh, yes, definitely. That's definitely a big one. And um, how else could you land yourself in a like? Besides, um, this is a throwback to our episode zero. So um, 
if you haven't listened to that yet, spoiler alert, but we we did, we worked out that if Pokemon existed in a D&D world, um, it would be a tool that necromancers used to get young people into necromancy at an early age. It's like a gateway necromantic mm-hmm. drug, basically. Oh, um, yeah. You'll have to listen to that episode oh, yeah. to understand what the hell I'm talking about. So there's that. Pokemon is a gateway mm. into necromancy. Um, were you saying like those bards have access to that magic as well? Is it bards? Bards? Um, no, let's see. Let's see what kind of necromatic bard spells there are. Um, yes, there's so multi level marketing necromancy. I mean, you maybe? raise. Yeah, like. <laughs> You introduce someone to necromancy and then you get a percentage of the dead bodies that they raise as part of your army um, and part of the ones that are raised from the people they introduce. So you will, you'll always, like the more people you introduce and the more people they introduce, the bigger your army is while doing less of the work. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then a bard does have raised dead but let me double check something very quickly because I'm pretty sure that that is actually bringing someone back to life, back to life. Oh, okay. Is that still can, considered necromancy? Is that then a good? It's a by definition good? necromancy. So bards, bards are good necromancers. Well, they have the ability to use necromancy spells. They... Like they have some bad necromancy spells too, though, like blindness and deafness. Do you think that bards heard the word necromancy? And they only heard romancy. Neck, Probably. Neck romancy. I neck romanced her. Yeah, that's bad, <laughs> Bard. You should not be doing that with the barmaid. Is that what vampires do? They neck romance? I mean. By sucking out the blood from the neck? It's a yeah, terrible no. joke. <laughs> It's very late at night. Yes, so... this is a late night stream slash re- uh, late night stream slash recording session. So mm-hmm. hold me closer, necromancer. Hold me closer, necromancer. But unfortunately, <laughs> you're right. They can't really do necromancy, necromancy. They can't create undead. They just use necromancy through song and dance. Okay. Which is weird. Seeing a bard mm. standing over your dead dad and go, Boring. Their soul was here one time and it's gone. But now it is back. We can all move on. And then they get up. <laughs> That's so lovely, though. Yeah. That's beautiful. So with Ray's dead, how is that? How long after they've died do you have to cast that? Um, Ray's dead is a ten day delay. Okay, that's pretty good. Then they have resurrection, which is stronger. But I feel like bards went to the school of necromancy, but then discovered Glee Club, and they left before they learned all the other spells. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Let's see. A cleric. A cleric has got to have more. Animate dead. There we go. We're creating undead now. Okay. Create undead. Cleric. Aren't they? They usually... worship divinity. Okay. That's all it means. 
Doesn't mean they're good. No. One of the best spells of a cleric inflict wounds is necromancy. Hmm. Clerics, on the other hand, sorry, not clerics, druids, they have some necromancy, but it's not. There's blight, contagion, feign death, wither and bloom, true resurrection, some healing there. So it's not really like a big um, hurty, hurty boy mm. kind of thing. Um, paladins have revivifying, spirit shroud, and raise dead. Does revivify bring them back to life as their former selves? Yes, um, okay. but it has to be cast within one minute. It is very quick. Okay. So it's kind of a combat heal kind of feel. Rangers don't have any necromatic spells. Sorcerers have some, but they don't have any bring people back to life or zombify spells. Warlocks, of course, do. Mm-hmm. Create undead, do. stuff like that. But here's the thing, too. Astral projection, the spell that allows you to travel into the astral plane mm-hmm. to be able to travel other places is also necromancy because it deals with your soul. Okay. It's technically teleportation. So is putting putting souls into other things we have discussed a lot before, that's also necromancy? It would be, I, I believe. Because um, okay. soul cage, which is where you um, trap it inside of a tiny cage... You can take their soul and put it into a, a literal other place. So. so how do I be a good necromancer? Well, you have control over the undead that you raise. Mm-hmm. So put them to good use, yeah. Because they can do stuff. Like, they have some strength. Um, I mean, towns. the stronger undead might be a little more iffy because they are... More like ghouls and rites or mummies. Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. If you raise something from the dead, okay, do you think it makes their meat more edible than their, when they were a rotting corpse? No. Okay. Unless we're talking about maybe technically mummies i guess we ate mummies at one point in history wasn't a great thing but we did it yeah because like i'm just thinking solving a hunger problem is that possible no (laughs) nope not at all all right unless you are dead set on eating people no like Like that will inevitably be part of the game livestock like bringing livestock back to life I just didn't know if it like just kill it and take them. No, like it, I was th- I was trying to see if it ah, like I see. refreshed their meat. You're not talking about undead though. You're talking about resurrection. Okay, so see, if resurrection if cow... can help you, but the, is that how long do you have to cast resurrection? Well, if we're going for resurrection, okay. Let me see if I can find it. Here, I'll pull up a couple different ones. So, so you don't want to raise dead for that. Resurrection. You touch a dead body, 
a dead creature, sorry, has been dead for no longer than a century, didn't die of old age, and isn't undead. If its soul is free and willing, the target returns to life with its hit points. The spell neutralizes any poisons. Um, the spell closes all mortal wounds and restores any body parts. Okay, so you kill a cow, mm-hmm. use its meat to feed people. Yeah. Then you touch the bones mm-hmm. and resurrect it. So I hope this is a very, very, very well worth it cow or beast that we are raising because it also costs a thousand gold pieces. Who are you paying it to? Or does the spell use up the thousand gold pieces? It destroys the diamond. Destroys it. Oh, it's a diamond? Yeah. Diamonds are so common. Like in our world. I mean, like. It's like a. It's a. It's a it has rarity. to be 1,000 gold pieces regardless. Either that's yeah, a little bit of diamond fine. or a big amount of diamond. Economy, apparently. It's fine. Goes into it. It's a, it's a false but rarity. Not to solve a food problem. We could just buy more cows. A what lot if of you, cows. What if there was a village with only one cow? We buy more cows. No. In other villages. Okay, fine. What if it's bigger than a cow? A so whale? We, we've discussed eating other animals. Like a whale? Yeah. Like, does it, is it still, is it a thousand gold pieces no matter the size of the thing that I resurrect? Yes, it is a creature. So, what size creature do you think is worth it then? For a, a the other whale, thing is dragon. Whale. If you're eating the dragon, big Ooh, mammoth. Also, minimum. also, also, you said that it restores all of the things. So, are there bits of an animal that are worth more than the meat? Dragons for sure, but you have yes, to kill so it again. A whale, maybe for its whale bones and fat. What if you resurrect it in a in a place where it would kind of instantly die or be very easy to kill again? Well, if it's a whale, you just do that on, on yeah. land. But like the dragon, I'm sure you could come up with something. A masher? <laughs> so just kind of a hydraulic press. <laughs> you just <laughs> Yeah, immediately like you resurrect it in like a giant guillotine. So just like as soon as you resurrect it, it chops its head off again or something. Yeah. Or yeah. I was thinking something much more horrific, but it's whatever. Okay. I'm thinking of this from, like, a sustainability point of view. So I think, like, a quick and... No, I'm thinking of something that's quick, but also is just at worst. And I don't know why I thought about it. It's a big old cage that goes around their neck that's attached to, like, tons of pulleys so that when it revives, it just kind of cranks its neck off, (laughs) snapping it. Instantly. Yeah, people listening to the pod can't see this, but I, I'm just giving you a very concerned look right now. Um. <laughs> I just, you know, snap its neck with, like, the power of a hundred trebuchets. Cause, okay, so because if it was something like a dragon, you, you yes. get enough materials to resell plus meat. Hopefully, yes, yes. That is worthwhile. I'd say a dragon is worth more than a thousand gold pieces. Yeah. But here's the problem uh-huh. that I might see, at least, is yeah. that the diamond is consumed. So yeah. regardless if we can sell the diamond again, we do still have to buy a diamond. Yeah. Because there are other ways that you can get infinite meat, werewolves being one of them, apparently. That's a callback. Um, <laughs> hydras. 
trolls. But the question here is if, if, if necromancy can do some good. And I think, like... True. This... But it's expensive. But it could be good. I think yeah. so. Expensive, but good. I think that's fine. Because... You should kill the dragon in the first place. Mm. I mean, maybe you come across... Adventurers do that dragon. all the time. Or you just yes, come... but you have to make the device that insta-kills it again. Yeah. Because... It comes back to life with all of its hit points. It's a f- I'm, full. I'm sure that dragon. for science, someone would come up with this. Although it does get minus four penalty to all attacks, saving throws, and ability checks. <laughs> so it's kind of weak. It's weaker, but it's still a dragon. It's when, when, when the when its attack bonus is plus twenty already. A minus four isn't um, hurting that much. Probably if you're a place that can afford all of these diamonds yeah. and create something. That... You're probably some dwarven keep with like, this is our dwarven way of living called the dragon snapper. Yeah. We don't we don't want to farm cattle. We don't want to trade with other places. We've just figured out this very specific way Ooh. to feed ourselves. <clears throat> Problem. Mm. The target has to be free and willing to return to life. Oh. Dragons are sentient and will be one or two times in, it's going to be fully aware that you are <laughs> literally farming okay, it well, for its meat. Well, that changes everything then, doesn't it? And I'm sure a lot of people are yelling at, at Spotify for the last 20 minutes now. Just let me make a fool of myself, why don't you? Um, <laughs> I suppose. Okay. All right. What's another thing we can do then? Well, no, but then... Um, oh, no, that's a very expensive way. Okay. Alternative. Mm-hmm. Clone. Spell grows an inert duplicate of a living creature as a safeguard against death. This clone forms inside the vessel used in the spell's casting and grows to full size. You can choose to have the clone be younger, a younger version of the same creature. It remains inert and endures indefinitely. At any time after the clone matures, if the original creature dies, it still transfers to the clone, provided that the clone is free and willing to return. The clone is physically identical to the original, has the same personalities, memories, and abilities, but none of the original's equipment. The original creature's physical remains, if they still exist, become inert, and can't thereafter be returned to life, since the creature's soul is elsewhere. Um, so we just do that with dragons. How much does it cost for this? So, a diamond worth 1,000 gold pieces... One cubic inch of flesh. Of that thing we're cloning? Yeah. And a vessel worth at least 2,000 gold pieces that is a, has a sealable lid and is large enough to hold the creature being cloned. So we just have these big old dragon urns that we grow dragons in, <laughs> harvest a square inch of meat off of them, flay them open, do what we want with them, and then we recast it in the vessel again. And after 120 days, it re- matures again. Okay. And we don't have the problem of it needing to be willing. No. Does it? Because we're just forcibly making a clone of it. And the soul will never return because it's unless not that creature dies. So you have to have backups for that. So or maybe you're saying we after have to it matures, cut you just kill it immediately. Flesh from the original dragon, and yes, while it stays alive. Very much so. But then we can clone from the clones um or do we always have to get the original dragon flesh 
there may be a way around this technically mm-hmm. where we, cause it says at any time after the clone matures, if the original creature dies, it's soul transfers to the clone. Nowhere in the previous statement about it growing in 120 days says it has to be alive. It just has to be an inch, a cubic inch of flesh that is of the creature to be cloned. So we kill the dragon, take some meat, make our little potty boy, mm-hmm. clone it up, using all the money we got from selling the previous beast, except for the cubic inch. Yeah. Because the creature is already dead, because at any time after the clone matures, if the original creature dies, it's okay. soul transfers. Yeah. So we are just have a... On a technicality, we are... Technicality. We are, its <laughs> we are just growing... Dragon. Dead clone baby Okay, stuff. so... But it's alive, right? It just doesn't have the soul. So it's just like... It remains inert and endures indefinitely, but it, it doesn't say alive or dead. It's just it exists. Okay. I'm assuming it's alive, but... I'd like to know how much you can earn from all the bits of a dragon and its meat. Like, I want to know what our return on investment is. Probably a lot. I mean, let's see. There is one item I can think of that is... So, a dragon scale. I'm not convinced we're doing good anymore. Really? (laughs) So, a very rare magical item. Yeah. According to... um, uh, let's see here. According to Xanathar's Guide to Everything, mm-hmm. you could buy one for 1d4 plus 1 times 10,000. Mm-hmm. So reasonably, you could sell it for at least 10,000 each time. What's the item? Dragon Scale Mail. Okay. I feel like you could make more than one, though, surely, from a whole dragon. Most likely. So you were making a lot of this stuff. I mean, you have to sell it pretty specifically so you don't overflood the market, technically. Yeah, you've got to control the economy of it. Um, But still, like, it is very rare armor. mm. Then you have a dragon scale, like, um, let's see here. Scale ornament, which is rare, so like a thousand, so like a couple thousand each time, but usually only. I mean, you still have to use up money to make these things, but but you're getting that's money usually back. mostly from the the money being spent is technically just the stuff you're getting. Yeah, I don't think that this is as good as I originally thought because what happens is mm. if you do go on, if you do this. It's not something you can do everywhere to bring good to the whole world. Because as soon as no. you do it, the value of it goes down and then it's an expensive thing. But, um, okay, I need to think of what else can we do that's good in necromancy? Where are other good necromancy? Reviving people if they die, like they get trampled by a horse. And Here's doing a it town necromancer free. that just does resurrections. Yeah. You can sell your undead's work for cheap. You need a house built. You got like a 10 to 50 undead that can just kind of do manual labor, unskilled labor, basically. Um, A lot of farming. Something that I've 
personally used in my world is um, like the widespread use of undead for town guards mm. because they don't go off. <laughs> um, and if they die, then it's just a loss of a dead body that already yeah. was hopefully willingly undeadified. But I'm starting to feel like good necromancy is just not as enticing as bad necromancy. <laughs> no. It's um it's most so likely boring. <laughs> yes. But that, I think that the same thing goes for like evocation wizards. Mm. What's the good use of a fireball for a town? Cooking on mass. A fireball <laughs> that has the ability to literally turn to dust. Mm, yeah. Upwards of a hundred or so people. Heating. It's a fireball. Yeah, like in a contained area that like lets off heat. It has the heat of lava. Yeah, okay. Um, the fact that it does that much damage so quickly. Being in lava is a lot of damage, but it's not that much damage. Demolition? I mean, <laughs> yes. I suppose. Controlled burns, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. Barely controlled. Um, barely controlled burns. Because, like, they have, like, other stuff, like, you know, control flames and stuff. Ooh, and there's, like, yeah. Earthquake. The spell what about, Earthquake. What about as energy sources? Like, we can start producing electricity in the TNT world. I mean, you could. There's also just Lightning Bolt for more, like, mm -hmm. one point of amperage kind of thing it it wouldn't be good for an electrical basis but you know you could um working in a power station producing electricity you could create ice i agree with that green making ice for people who need it um divination gets a lot better because it's a lot of just knowledge stuff well, um but necromancy is kind of like evocation where it's just like there's the fun way of doing it, and then the useful way of doing it. Yeah. Because as adventurers, mm -hmm. are we the baddies? <laughs> Most often. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> okay. More often than not, I would say. Um, I wanted there to be good necromancy things. Well, I think there is. It's just they're boring. Maybe, like... I think that's the biggest problem we're hearing. <laughs> Banquet is boring. For necromancers, at least. <laughs> bringing, yeah, bringing pets back to life. Yeah. Well, so the only thing that they can do that is good is basically resurrect something. Bring it back to actual life. I would argue that the whole using undeads to help other people with their work for cheap is helpful. Are you exploiting the corpse? The yes, but what if it was a prisoner who died or an old person who died of old age? Because it doesn't matter what kind of corpse it is for it to work. Maybe if, you, maybe if people gave permission to dedicate their corpse to this cause... Like, that would be the most... Like donating organs. You're like, yeah, I I organs. would like to donate my body to necromancy and you can use me to protect or improve this town of manual labor. 
but what happens to the economy of that place if you're taking away jobs from living people well the idea is we have to be able to like it it's a subsidiary subsidiary it's a substance it's substituting for jobs that can't be done okay so maybe dangerous mining stuff where it's unethical to have a living person do it oh i like this idea that someone has suggested that and i'm gonna i'm gonna add to it is like you go because is a is a revived corpse at the age of 30 better than one revived at the age of 90 no probably okay. not but if the if the rule was you had to have consent especially early on in this um venture mm-hmm. i reckon there could be incentives for people so maybe you could go i will give you this amount of money now or something like provide for them to have like another five years of amazing life living in a better situation if they then will kill themselves so that you have a corpse because you wow <laughs> what well okay because if you were if you're dead and reanimated your soul's not in there is that correct Yes, most so of the time. So you yourself wouldn't have to feel that that effort. If you're just a normal in. zombie, probably. Yeah. So I just do don't you... think that the whole here, let's groom you to kill yourself vibe is know. what we were going for. This is suggested for the good by side. chat. I'm just I'm just riffing on what I know, but I don't think the deal was like you just get paid and then you'll die of natural causes at fifty versus no, you need to kill yourself now. That's part of the contract. <laughs> No, but they said reverse mortgaging your corpse. Yeah, but they're forcing you to kill yourself. No, that's your choice. You're, you're no, cho- you're choosing you signed to a make... contract. No, like... What if you disagree after a while? Well, that's... That's... <laughs> that's like... You... I don't know, anyway. <laughs> I, just, I just think that it's more like, hey, you're we'll give you this money, and then once you die, we have your body. We own your body. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying any of this Instead is of, like, good. <laughs> the vibes are bad, but, like, the intent is good. Hmm. Everything just, is wrong. <laughs> the kill yourself vibe that we went for there maybe was not where I was expecting. Well, no, I didn't I mean that, but, like, how are you gonna, like... Um... Okay, kids. Grandpa... Uh, not even Grandpa, your older brother... <laughs> Gonna kill himself today to join the family because... circus. I don't know. What's the ex- what's the life expectancy in this world? Oh, like basically 40, 45, 50 in a okay, regular medieval right. world. I think there's a lot of positives to the workforce thing. Yes, it kind of has a weird start to it. But at the same time, donating your donating your organs is pretty much a similar vibe. Like you're just tearing a guy open for their stuff in the end run simplified down it's kind of morbid um the point being is like i think there will be more good like even with body donations for like organ donation kind of like if you boil it down it's kind of messed up you're taking people's body parts for another person who has to probably pay for them like you don't get paid for your organs if i take away the contracted specified date (laughs) I've, yes that, that, let's yes. not do that yeah we won't do that <laughs> i just i just think it's more of a 
on the case that you die, well, even if like you die of old age, like for organ donating, if you die of old age, they can't use it. But for the undead stuff, if you die of old age or an incident, your body's good to use. Yeah. So, so I, I think I think it can't be incentivized then. Like it, you just have to do it altruistic altruistically is that the right word i don't know like you're just like okay i'm gonna donate my body to science when i die and it, it's not going to benefit me but it will benefit people after my death yeah and like there could be clauses like yeah like if you die under mysterious circumstances you don't get the corpse or something like that like uh to prevent getting people murder, to donate their body and then you just murder <laughs> i mean yeah like this is only think, come about because I'm trying to do it kind of ethically, but I guess if you well, don't like, care about that, you could just be like, oh, these like 500-year-old bodies in this cemetery, let's just use them. No one else needs them. Yeah, but there's like the sanctity thing of like disrespecting a dead body. So like you could just, every dead body becomes a worker for the state. You yeah. could do that. You could mandate it, basically, where we don't have room to bury bodies anymore, so we're just going to dig them up and use the old ones as workers. It's also an environmental benefit. (laughs) It would be. Like, it it, it legitimately would be, but, like, at some point the zombie is going to break down and die because of one too many scratches or something. Do you think people will have a problem with seeing their loved ones now zombified and around the village? What if they have like a uniform, like a bag on their head, basically? <laughs> so they're just like mannequin looking motherfuckers. Like, what? People going around going like, Grandpa, is that you? Well, they won't respond. That's for sure. You could. That could happen. I mean, you just not be secret about it, though, too. Like, if it's a secret where it's like, man, it's weird that everyone who works in the state has a bag on their head, uh, that might be suspicious. But if it's like, no, we do this because it's environmentally helpful, and yes, we hire necromancers for it, but that's what we need. So if we want to run this state with less taxes, this is how we have to do it. You're taking undead and like, all right, they're not creepy enough. Let's just put bags over them. Well, do you want them to look like the people you know? Well, I guess not, but I can, maybe. Is it worse if you put, like, masks with smiley faces on it? I guarantee you, yes. Here's a thing. I'm not saying it's better, but could they be animated and headless? Yeah. Okay. Does the head stay animated if it's not attached to the Most likely, in some capacity. Okay, that's worse. Maybe. That's definitely worse. I will say maybe, because there is an undead creature called a crawling hand, which can just come off of a zombie and, yeah. No, okay, I don't like any, I didn't, I just had to ask the question, I don't want to go there. Although, uh, a crawling hand would make for a great electrician. What? Like five or six, a team of five or six crawling hands going into your walls, fixing the piping. And... Are they, do they have sentient or do you have to control them? You have to control them, but, like, you can just give them a task and they do it. They have, like, blind sense, basically. Okay, so maybe this is, like, other jobs for necromancers not necessarily good. 
is like a necromantic electrician. All dangerous jobs, like all these businesses. I'm glad that we're doing this topic. Like we're recording this for me at like one in the morning. They have blind sense. They have blind sense, the crawling claws. So, and a crawling claw can't be turned, nor it can be controlled by spells that control undead. These foul monsters are entirely bound to the will of their creator, which can concentrate on a claw in sight to mentally command its every action. Now you do that, but then you can also have like a sensor on it so you can see what it's seeing. Um, uh, um, if the crawler's um, creator doesn't command it, the claw follows its last command to the best of its ability. So it has like very base level okay. intelligence. Very base level. But is an alternative to that something like... Um... The hand thing is it just magic hand my brain is just like fried but it can keep going even after you stop concentrating on it you're like hey i need you to pile these rocks up it'll just keep doing it even when you're not there so now you're saying that instead of instead of animating whole corpses because that's creepy we just have a lot of hands going around. well let's say you need it to be able to get into tight spaces <laughs> this would be like a secondary option Ooh. A necromantic plumber? Like you just send the yeah, head down the exactly. toilet. It's just like blah, blah, blah. it clears the clog, it comes back up, washes itself off. Daddy jobs, necromances. Yeah. Cause then you just kind of like put a little they don't have plastic back then, so like a, a sackcloth glove on it, tie it up so it doesn't look like an undead hand and it still can crawl around. Ooh, what if like because nobody likes scooping kitty litter, the poop of our pet. Yeah. You just have a you hand just do it. Program it to go pick oh, out the I poop. I like this. Throw it away. This is a good. Little things. I like this. This is good. This feels good. Problem is that the creator has to be the one that gives the orders. So unless you're the necromancer, if you're buying it from one, they, they have to come and like program it for you kind of well, stuff. Well, how long will it do that? Like, could you just go anytime? Best of its ability. Can you know, like, anytime the cat poops here, when it leaves, you scoop it and you go chuck it outside and just keep doing that? Would that work? Because a crawling claw can easily feel out the contours of keys and doorknobs crawling from one room to another. So it can still do stuff because it has a climbing speed. It's not a concentration thing. It can just keep going. Yeah. um, If the creator's... Um, doesn't command it, mm-hmm. the claw follows its last command to the best of its ability. Okay, I think that the I think the poop scoop hand can work. I think it's I mean, you could also viable. just have a zombie that does it, but it's a smaller option. Yeah, this is like the compact, like, you know, your houses aren't that big if you don't have mm-hmm. a lot of... I mean, like, How much is it going to cost someone to get a poop scoop hand? Probably very expensive. It requires <laughs> necromancy, but, like... Um, I think this is the problem. It's too expensive for anything good. If it if necromancy was cheap, there would be more good done with it. It's an it's an economic problem. Yeah. Hmm. What have you figured out? Uh, the best way to make one, um, the life force of a murderer is bound to its severed hand. So you have to make it with a murderer's hand. That's 
this one's origin, yes. It has to be a murderer. Is Does that have complications, then? Does it... Is well... Still, <clears throat> is it a murderer's hand? It has to be a murderer's hand. Um, so, I mean, like, if you go to a public execution, execution you can pretty easily get one if you know it's a murderer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they just have executions. If you're a murderer, they just take your hands off for uses later. Okay. So, but do you agree with me that it's an economic problem? That, like, it could because be. it's too expensive, it's not worth doing anything good. Yeah, but you could make it cheaper if you do it right. You just have to have enough stock. Mm. I mean, you could just do it for free. It's just like yeah. civil servants. Out of the goodness of my heart, I will if you're animate a good necromancer. all of this, these dead people. Yeah. Ooh, so imagine, imagine traveling necromancer, doing good, just turning up at villages, and just the delusion that they're helping. They're helping people who don't know how to be helped. So they wander into the, the church, like past the church to the graveyard, Look at all these uh, these these resources that this village could take advantage of. Reanimate mm. them all. Tell them to because do they have to? What do they have to do? They have to constantly command these undead to do things like protect the town and do work. As long as you give it a, an order, that's can you pass that simple. on to someone else? Can you go listen to no. the mayor? Okay, probably not. It's probably too complicated. I kind of would like to see that adventurer. So a necromancer that wants to do good, adventurers traveling, they get to a town and they say to the mayor, what do you need? If you had enough hands, what what would you have them do? What would help your town the most? And they go, we're getting raided every couple of nights. We could really use protection. We These had adventurers. Hmm? These what? things are not strong. They're not strong. In what way? Armor class 12, HP 2. Okay, so as guards, they're useless? Probably. Okay, so it's it's only manual labor? Probably. They won't survive much if they get hurt. Okay. They're also blind beyond 30 feet. So... And they can't differentiate, differentiate between people. They are not smart. <laughs> okay, so we're going to scrap the guard idea. Maybe it's just to... <laughs> they're strong as hell. But oh. they're very dumb. Okay. Traveling necromancer, following another adventuring party. Anywhere where they cause destruction, they come in and go, would you like help rebuilding? And then the mayor goes, yes. Point me in, show me what you want to do. Where, like, what What do you need? Oh, we want to rebuild the church or something. We want to rebuild the school. I'm like, okay, leave it with me. They raise all the undead, rebuild the school, absolutely petrify all the villages. I mean, no one's happy, but they're no all kind one's of happy. like... Okay. But the school's, the school's back. School's back. The school is back. Yeah. Too true. Too, and then, too true. Can they put those people back to rest? Or do they have to be killed again? As a necromancer, do you control that? Depends on the spell. <laughs> so... There's maybe a couple problems. Let's go with the cheapest one. Shall okay. we first animate dead? Yeah. <clears throat> the spell creates an undead servant. 
Choose a pile of bones or a corpse of medium or small humanoid within reach. Uh, the spell imbues the target with a foul mimicry of life on each of your turns. You can use a bonus action to mentally command any creature you make with this spell. And if the creature within 60 feet of you, you decide what action the creature will take and where it will move during its next turn, or you can issue a general command, such Is as a guard of a particular chamber. Then? This one? No. Okay. Um, once given an order, the creature continues to follow it until its task is complete. The problem. The creature is under your control for 24 hours, after which it stops obeying any command you've given it. Oh. To, main control, to maintain control of the creature for another 24 hours, you must cast the spell again. Okay. Is there another spell? Okay. There is. Fifth level instead of second, uh, third level. You return a dead creature you touch to life, provided it's no longer... Oh, that's raised dead. I want... So that's animate dead, so we want... Summon undead is not what we want. Create undead. <clears throat> you can cast this spell only at night. Choose up to three corpses of medium or small humanoids within reach. Each corpse becomes a ghoul under your control. Okay. As a bonus action on each of your turns, you can mentally command any creature animate with this spell if the creature is in if the creature is within 120 feet of you. You decide what action to take. The creature is under your control for 24 hours, after which it stops obeying any command okay. you give it. Alright. So this is okay. old problem. Um, unless you keep next. recasting the spell, right? Yeah, you you have to stay there, basically. That's and fine. It doesn't just die at the end of the duration. That's what I'm it concerned just with. Just becomes an undead, which okay. you could maybe force it to die. You also uh, then kill it again. Yeah. There's one where it's the uh, you cast it as an action, a fifth level spell. You take five smaller medium corpses and becomes undead. Use a bonus action to command them, and they're under your control for an hour. And then, and then after the hour, they become inanimate once more. What level so you could spell have like is a, that? Um, Dance macabre. What level spell? Fifth, unfortunately, pretty high, but that's not very long. But you don't have the problem of leaving zombies behind. But they're only going to work for an hour. So how many? Okay, if you were level twenty, how many? How many times could you cast that? Dance macabre, quite a few times, at least like, at least ten times. And if you used it at ninth level, you would. Um, so that's what six, seven, eight, nine. That's an additional eight that you raise. Yeah, I mean it's like a ninth level spell slot, so one a day, but it doesn't cost anything either. It doesn't cost any material components other than the undead bodies. So either you repeatedly cast it, or you just cast a whole lot of them at once to last an hour. I guess, what, how long does it take to cast? Is it instant, or is it... One action. Yep. One action. And it's, okay. it's concentration, so you're going to do it once per, but... Okay, so you can only... But you could cast it every hour. So you could get, like, a day of work for... It wouldn't be... You wouldn't always have, like nine people or something but then you wouldn't have the problem of them i mean i guess that would work 
How much does it cost to cast? Dance Macabre? Mm. It's free. There's no material components. Okay. You could also be an, a necromantic wizard, so you can control one more when you use Animate Dead, and you can use magic to bring undead under your control, even those created by other wizards. For how long? So if it fails, it becomes friendly to you and obeys your command until you use this feature again. So you could have one, one permanent undead. That's your friend. Okay. Now, if that undead is, for example, a... Let's go to create undead. A... <clears throat> Ghoulgast, right, or mummy. Okay, so this is like a meta kind of thing. Um, so, uh-huh. okay, a white. A white is under your control, let's say using your level 14 wizard ability. It has a life drain ability. A humanoid slain by one of their this attack raises 24 hours later as a zombie under the white's control. The white can have no more than 12 zombies under its control one time constantly so that's at least 13 undead you have okay if you're going around killing people technically <laughs> with it um i just and then a mummy mummy permanent did you say 13 permanent yes okay because if you had a permanent workforce that traveled with you i guess yeah, you so could dress undead. them to be less scary that's hopefully and... the plan pass them as just something guys and do good around the place i guess yeah it's your little 12 disciples <laughs> with your little jesus undead <laughs> that's a good comparison right yeah it's so deranged but if you're doing it for free it's okay <laughs> i mean but also like what if you just had a a wizard or a wizard that just do unseen servant like there's that only lasts yeah. an hour okay all right it's not 13 of them <laughs> it's very okay it's just it's very situational so like yes, incredibly so <laughs> unless uh, unless you set up shop somewhere like and you went um what if it was a whole thing? So this is how you become a good necromancer. You have your your group of 13. Was it 13 mm -hmm. that we worked out? Uh, yes. 13, including the white. Okay. And they just help. They can do whatever you want them to do physically kind of thing. So maybe it's just a service-based but for free, but people come to you. And then maybe you go, I'm not going to charge you anything, but if you want to pay money, you decide how much you want to pay. But then that money goes to something like you provide meals for the less fortunate or something. So like at night yeah. you become a soup kitchen, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. People could come exchange either goods, like if they're a farmer or something, they can, they can do it. So you become like a like almost a homeless shelter but you don't kind have of, to yeah. ask for volunteers <laughs> you just created them. 
Yes. <laughs> but is that a bad thing? No. Possibly not. Gosh, no. So that's a good necromancer. That's a good necromancer. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You got the little friends. You're such a good necromancer. Look at you. You making my garden look nice. Look at your soup kitchen. You're doing so much good. You need to make sure you keep those zombies clean because it's a soup (laughs) kitchen and that's disgusting. (laughs) Gloves or something. I don't know. Full body gloves. Morph suits. Latex morph suits. Do they have? Do they have? Wax. I feel like you just have wax, right? You could just like coat. There's a movie about that. Oh, that that wouldn't be scary at all if you just melted wax to these undead and had them walking around. Not a problem whatsoever. You're right. (laughs) It's fine. This is fine. Um, I just think you just you just kind of dress them up really nice and. Do what you can. Put a lot of like nice smelling things around the place. Hey, maybe, maybe give them hats of disguise. Ah. So they're all dressed up. Yeah. They might be able to attune to an item. I'm not sure, <laughs> but well, maybe. that's for another podcast. Hard, maybe. Um, yeah, but I think we figured it out. Yeah, you can okay. be a good necromancer. It's just that you're not a great person. No, you probably. you can do good, but you, you can do good. Are probably not good. <laughs> probably not the best. No, no. Yeah, there's some corruption going on in your soul. Yeah. <sighs> well, well, well. Hope to not see you at a necromantic soup kitchen. Hopefully not. Mm. Um, it's not like there's any other alternatives. <laughs> Not one. No, it's not like you could spend all that money on some other way to help people. Definitely no mansions you can summon in an alternate dimension. No, definitely no people you could pay and give a job to. Definitely, um, yeah. I mean, maybe the best. Just just harvest dragons. Okay, so it's either harvest dragons through cloning, or cloning. it's a necromantic soup kitchen. <laughs> um, maybe <laughs> the best necromancy is necromancy not not performed, perhaps. The best evil deed done is a evil evil deed never done. <laughs> We're all good here. <laughs> Just raise your grandpa. Help him. Let him help you with the farming. It's okay. <laughs> Wait, Just make sure really, you cast a spell every day. We really need help on the harvest this year. It hasn't been the same since grandpa died. Um, but that can all change. So we have a thing here called um, Jim's. There's like Jim's mowing, Jim's plumbing. Like it's a it's a a company, and they do it. A lot of their brandings across a lot of things, so that's just what I was imagining with like the the raised dead doing jobs. Is that, oh, I is see. Like okay, it. yeah. I'm gonna send you or just Google Jim's Mowing Australia, and you'll see it's like this logo, this is face. So I'm just imagining some kind of franchise like that. 
maybe the picture instead of Jim is like a necromancer <laughs> and an undead guy. <laughs> it's like yeah, a dead guy with a sack face. Like I'm imagining like Scarecrow, but with melted wax. Yeah, it's not yeah. creepy at all. It's fine. This is fine. It's They'll fine. You, you just have skin-colored wax and then a little mask that you press in, so it oh, makes a face form. I wasn't thinking skin-colored wax. So I was like thinking red. red. Yeah, that's so much better. <laughs> just remove their head and put a mannequin head on top. Oh, that's fine. It'll only fall off sometimes. And then, like, if you teamed up with like. Is it an artif- artificer, artificer, whatever, artificer? however you say it. Yeah. Say it however you want. I don't care. And then make like boy. mech kind of limbs or something. And then. If they could attune to it, maybe. And then the D&D world becomes skynetted. Throw back to another episode. And <laughs> that's what happens. We're doomed. Don't do that. Knowing you have enjoyed this episode more than we have, we would love and appreciate it if you, our favourite fan, yes, I'm talking to you, we'd appreciate it if you would tell all the cool people that you know that we're also very cool, and perhaps also that they should follow us where all good podcasts are found. You can also find us recording live, world building, and playing tabletop RPGs at twitch.tv slash Bye! Goodbye.